Hey there, Subscription Box Basics fam. Julie here, and I've got some super exciting news for you. My favorite event of the year is happening in less than two months. For those of you who don't know, it's called Sub Summit, and it's the conference for Subbox businesses. Renee and I are going to be there, and you could potentially join us for free. You can learn more at subsummit.com, but don't wait too long because ticket prices are going up soon. Come on, let's make some memories together at Sub Summit. So, you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball, a subscription box coach, and your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs that want to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. Thanks for joining me today. I decided today that I wanted to do a solo episode and tell you 10 things that you might not know about me. So many of you have met me through the subscription box industry, but there's so much more to know about me than just running a subscription box and coaching others to do the same. So that's what we're going to talk about today. It's going to be a pretty short episode, I think. I tend to talk, so I will try to keep it short and give you those 10 things that you should know about me. But before I dive in, I want to let you know that if you've been listening and you're like, I'm ready to start my subscription box business, then you are in luck because Subscription Box Bootcamp opens at a discounted rate at the end of this week. Mark your calendar, February 19th through the 22nd, 2021. So make sure you are on the list. If you're not on the list to get those uh, details, head on over to subscriptionboxbootcamp.com right now. Make sure you're on that list and you are ready when we open the doors. We would love to support you in your subscription box business journey. All right, in no particular order, these are 10 things you should know about your subscription box coach, Julie. That's me. Okay, so I am originally from Western Pennsylvania. And if you know anything about Western Pennsylvania, you know that we bleed black and gold. And it's one of those things that didn't feel like it was a choice. It was just a part of growing up. So I am a big sports fan. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love the Pens, which are the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's the hockey team. And I like the Pirates. And for college, I, I did my undergrad at Penn State. And I did have season tickets, so I went to so many Penn State games, and I loved it. It was so much fun. We would tailgate. Sometimes we would even go out the night before and set up tents and sleep over right outside Beaver Stadium. And I remember very specifically some friends of ours had some tents, and I would make chili in the crock pot, and I would bring it up because it was cold. Very cold. Penn State is in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, and it gets very cold during football season. So I am a big sports fan, which you wouldn't think of because, you know, I run Sparkle, Hustle, Grow, and that's very girly. But as I'm recording this, I literally have on a Pittsburgh Penguins hockey t-shirt or sweatshirt. It was some way that I was able to really connect with my dad and bond with him. And my husband is a Detroit sports fan, so we butt heads a lot when it comes to that. But the Steelers always are better than the Lions, so I guess it doesn't really matter. (laughs) I digress. Okay, so the next thing you need to know about me is prior to being an entrepreneur, I did 10 years of corporate America, but it was in the music industry, which is 
fun and stressful at the same time. So I worked for a couple of different companies in the music industry. I started out with Live Nation, and they are a concert promoter. So if you, there's a large amphitheater in the closest big city, there's a high likelihood that Live Nation might either run that amphitheater or book the concerts through there. So I worked for Live Nation in Charlotte, and there was an amphitheater there. And so I've easily seen over 200 concerts. Um, It was part of my job. And every summer we had 30 plus concerts. My actual office was backstage, which was super cool. Oh my gosh, some of the stories I could tell you, maybe that's a podcast on its own. Um, Met lots of rock stars and never went on anyone's tour bus. I'll tell you that because that's a big no-no. (laughs) and some of like the most memorable moments where I I got to meet Stevie Nicks who's like my rock goddess idol and I got to meet her and I got to give her puppy dog a treat and that was super fun I do remember when the 80s and 90s like hair bands would come through like it was just wild I remember they who was it I think it was maybe poison or something like that. They came through our amphitheater and they took over our conference room and turned it into a tattoo studio, a tattoo parlor, and groupies were coming in, I kid you not, and getting tattoos. I remember that um, very specifically that the country western shows were always always some of the most rowdy ones. A lot of marital disputes, a lot of drunken fights, um, and then I remember also doing like Warp Tour and OzFest. And can you imagine me in the middle of that stuff? It was fun. It was really, really fun. I made a lot of lifelong friends. And I went into the music industry because it was one of my passions. And so the last job that I held before becoming an entrepreneur was I was the digital sales manager at CBS Radio in Charlotte. North Carolina, and I managed the digital streaming assets and websites and sales of those assets um, for that market. And it was a very, very stressful corporate job. Yeah, there was some perks to it. You know, radio stations throw a lot of concerts and parties and fun stuff like that. But um, it was easy for me to see towards the end of my career there that it was time for me to do my own thing. So that leads me to the third thing. I am a huge music fan, and I really, really do like all kinds of music. Um, On any given day, I'll be listening to boy bands, um, NKOTB for life. I listen to a lot of Snoop and 90s rap. I love Fleetwood Mac, even before they became like popular again because of that TikTok video. Um, Been following Fleetwood Mac forever, as I mentioned. Huge Stevie Nicks fan. Love um, bands like the Beatles and, you know, a lot of that classic rock, but also I love Green Day. (laughs) It's so random. I have been low-key crushing on Billy Joe Armstrong since I was in junior high. So when he decided to do Broadway Idiot, I was so excited because I love show tunes, I love musicals. And to have one of my favorite bands actually on Broadway and brought into like this musical production on a different level. I was so, so excited. Okay, so the next thing you need to, need to know about me is that I thrive in community. I am an extrovert. Actually, I'm an ambivert. I call it an ambivert because I am super extroverted and I love being around people and going to events and things like that, but then I hit a wall. And when I hit that wall, I retreat. Like I need 
downtime immediately. So I'm an extrovert until I'm not. Then I need to do some self-care and do some recharging, and then I'll be good to go the next day to do it all over again. But I thrive in community, so it was such a struggle for me um, during COVID to, to fill that bucket. And so I do a lot of video chats, and I really tap into the communities that I'm a part of, especially the Subscription Box Bootcamp community and the Sparkle Hustle Grow community. They really, really have helped me through this in um, keeping in touch with people. The next thing you need to know about me is that I am obsessed with personal development. And so I put together the Sparkle Hustle Grow Boxes every month with my team. And every single month, there's business trainings and there's books. And yes, I read all the books. I do the trainings. It is so much fun to be able to have that as a part of the work that I do, the the business that I run, because I already love that stuff, so it's really easy to get excited about it and to follow through with the work. And that kind of leads to, you know, office supplies and the whole Sparkle Hustle Grow box really, really fills my bucket because of that that obsession with personal development. Okay, halfway done. Doing good time here, huh? Okay, so the next thing you need to know, number six, is that I am outdoorsy. So I live in Western North Carolina, the Blue Ridge Mountains, and I love to get outside. We literally live on the side of a mountain. It's called Rainbow Mountain. We have about an acre and a half, and it's just beautiful here. We have beautiful mountain range views, and so we love to hike as a family. We all have stand-up paddle boards, and so we like to go on our paddle boards in the summertime, and... Fun fact, I was in the ski club in high school, and then when I went to Penn State, I switched to snowboarding, and I was able to pick it up pretty quickly, and I was on the Penn State snowboard team. However, that was a long while ago. I graduated Penn State in 2001, so you do the math. So my family and I went to the mountains recently, deeper into the mountains, so like where the ski resorts are, and we went snow tubing, and we went ice skating. McKenna went ice skating for the first time. It was super fun. And I was like, let's just go hang out at the lodge for a little bit, and we can watch all the people skiing and snowboarding. And so we did. And by the time we left, both of my my husband and my daughter were like, I'll go to ski school. Let's go to ski school. And I was like, yes, mission accomplished. So we are going to go to ski school as a family, something to do together, whether it's this this winter or maybe next winter, depends on how things pan out. But I'm so excited to get back on the mountain to go skiing. And yes, I still have my snowboard. I just haven't touched it in a few years. So hopefully I will be brave enough to pull that baby out and get back on the board. Okay, the next thing you need to know about me is that travel is my love language and my lifeline. I love to travel. I'm very lucky that my team loves to travel as well. So we plan retreats from time to time. We've hosted retreats, women's retreats in the past, and really love to go to things like the Sub Summit. And, you know, we do a leadership retreat. And so I've been to 12 countries and 27 states. When I was in college, my roommate and I went to Europe and we did this 30-day like 
tour, like where we jumped on and off trains. We had some sort of pass. We could just jump on and off trains. And we visited a whole bunch of countries, a whole bunch of cities, and tasted a whole bunch of amazing food and had a lot of crazy experiences that was, you know, pre-9-11 stuff. So it was a little bit different than what that might look like these days and obviously pre-COVID. So it would look really different now. But it, I just think back, what an amazing time. What an amazing experience. I carried everything in a backpack for 30 days and we met so many incredible people. And it almost feels like a lifetime ago. All right, the next one's a little silly. The next thing you need to know about me is that Jelly beans are my guilty pleasure. Like I really, 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 really love jelly beans. Like jelly be- jelly bellies are my favorite. I don't like the spicy ones. I like all the fruity ones. And I like the ones, I like the buttered popcorn. That's amazing. If you have not tried a buttered popcorn jelly belly, you need to get out there and try one right now. So I love to sit with a bag of the jelly beans and my daughter and I will we'll split them up and we'll just like taste test and see which ones we like and try to figure out what the flavor is. And then we have that bean boozled game. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one, but they try to trick you. So say there's like um, a, a yellow jelly bean. So it might be lemon or it might be like dog food flavored or sour milk flavored or like dirty socks flavored. It's so disgusting, but it's a really, really fun game to play with your kids. So if you have kids, check that out. Bean Boozled is the name of the game, but it's just another excuse for me to eat some jelly beans. The next thing you need to know about me is, okay, this might seem weird, but I really love to sleep. Like I need a lot of sleep. I'm not that kind of person that can run on five or six hours a night. I have some team members that can, but I need a solid eight to nine hours. And so I tend to sleep in. And I know that most personal development and like um, professional coaches and stuff say, you need to be an early riser and you need to get all this routine done in the morning. It just doesn't work for me. At least this in this season of my life, it doesn't work for me. And so... I don't pressure myself anymore to be in the office by a certain time. I typically work about 10 a.m. to like 3 p.m. or so, sometimes 4 p.m., depending on, you know, what's going on. Sometimes I'll get in earlier and sometimes I'll stay in later. I'm really trying to set a lot of my boundaries better when it comes to work-life balance and trying not to work as many nights and weekends. And I didn't have that luxury when I first started my business. So if you're not there yet, don't worry. Just keep working towards it. But yeah, I am. I really need my sleep. I like to sleep in. And contrary to what most gurus or coaches say, you don't have to get up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or whatever a.m. to do this like lengthy routine that might work for some people. It just does not work for me right now in the season. When my daughter's a little bit older, maybe um, when we're not homeschooling, maybe I do remember when I was taking her to the public school in the morning, we had to get up earlier and it was refreshing and I got a lot accomplished in the morning, but it also had a hard stop time at 2 p.m. because I had to pick her up from school shortly after. So in this season right now, I get to sleep in, which I love. I was always like that, though. Even as a teenager, like I would sleep till 11 o'clock. And I remember my parents being like, you lost half the day because you slept through it. So it is what it is. And then the last thing, the 10th thing that you need to know about me is that I 
I do things even though I'm afraid. Like I love to face my fears. So a quick example is I used to be afraid of heights. Well, I thought I was afraid of heights. So I started rock climbing in college. And when I got there, I was like, I realized that it wasn't really the height that I was afraid of. It was, I was afraid of falling. So what did I do instead? I decided to go skydiving. So I could face that fear of being afraid to fall. And I did it and it was amazing. And I loved the adrenaline and being able to conquer something that I was afraid of. But trust me, like every day in my business, I swear, I face fears. I am not a huge fan of showing up on video, but I do it anyhow. I'm nervous when I do it. Sometimes when I do these podcast interviews, I'm nervous depending on, you know, the topic or, um, you know, what we might cover or just trying to get things right. I face my fears all the time. And the reason I think that's important for you to know is that if you're listening to this and you're afraid to move forward with your subscription box or, or just any business idea or other things in your life, just know that we all are afraid to do things. And you can be afraid and brave at the same time. And I think it's really important. It's I read a book, we included it in um, a 2020 box. It was called Do It Scared. It was such a great book. And I took a lot from it. And it just re, you know solidified that idea that we're scared, but do it anyhow. And I know one of my mentors, Christy Wright from the Dave Ramsey group, she says that all the time too, like do it scared, do it anyhow, face your fears. And you know what? If we fall flat, that's okay. We're human. We're not going to be perfect. Just It's more about how well you pick yourself back up. So those are the 10 things that you should know about me. I know this was kind of a random podcast topic, but I just wanted to pull back the curtain a little bit because you guys have been listening for so long and you've been following along with my business and you've been learning from the different people and the different um, colleagues, box owners that I've had on the podcast. So I just thought I would give you a little closer glimpse into my life. Hopefully you relate to some of it. Hopefully it helps you see like who I am and why I am the way I am. And I, guys, I know I am not for everybody. I'm a bit much for a lot of people and that's okay. Totally okay with me. I accept that I'm not for everyone and I'm kind of glad about that. And that's the way we should look at our our box businesses too. Like our boxes shouldn't be for everyone. That's okay if someone doesn't like it. You made it for a specific niche audience And so you want to focus in on that. But it's just, I just want to encourage you and just let you know, like, it's okay. You're not for everyone either, probably. (laughs) There's an Aesop's fable that, I don't remember the name of the story, but I remember the moral of the story. It said, please all, and you will please none. And I carry that quote with me all the time, especially when I have people that say I'm a bit too much for them or like too basic or too this or too that or not enough this or not enough that. Same thing with my box business. I just have to remember, please all, and you'll please none. Okay, that's a wrap, guys. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about me. I would love to learn more about you. If you resonated with any of these things or if you have any funny stories to tell me, just hit me up in my DMs on Instagram. I'm over at Subscription Box Bootcamp, both on Instagram and Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. And I know I don't always ask you to, but if you feel like it, if you have an extra minute today, go and rate and review this podcast. 
those ratings help push it up in the algorithm so I can reach more people with this podcast and help them launch their own subscription box businesses. Guys, thank you so much. I'm sending so much gratitude for you as you tune in every week. And um, one more thing, if you have any topics you want me to cover, I am planning out the schedule for the next few months. So make sure you let me know what you what podcast topics you want me to cover. And finally, last thing, don't forget Subscription Box Bootcamp opens for enrollment February 19th through the 22nd. I hope to see you there. I hope you enroll and that my team and I can support you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.